What is going on, Joe Mamas and Joe Daddies? This is the Windy City Joe's Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm joined here with my friend, Jackson. What is up, everyone? We had a great guest today, and I am so excited for you guys to see the rest of this episode because just how cool and interesting their vibe is, is like their music style and the blend that it is, the melting pot of genres that it is. Ryan Johnson, our guest from... I mean, they'll get that once they listen to it. Ryan Arga- Ryan Johnson Argas from God damn it, I was in Windy City Joe's. I just fucked that all up. <laughs> from Marina City. From Marina City is the shit. Check out the episode. They'll be at Joe's on Weed Street on March third. I'm never drinking again. Put a hurting on my credit card. I must have bought tequila shots for everybody at the Um, so today on Windy City Joe's, we have a very special guest. His name is, I'm going to fuck up your last name. I'm telling you this right now. His name is Ryan Argist. It's, it's actually pronounced Johnson. No way. <laughs> I was literally just it's telling him German. that before we started. It's German. It's not okay. our guest. You got it. You got it. You doing it. Oh right. shit. Okay, I got it right. Um <laughs> it's Johnson. Ryan Johnson Argist is the lead singer uh for Marina City, who is very close to home. Um so like do you as a band, do you guys call like Chicago home? Yeah, yeah, we definitely call I mean most people don't know where Plainfield Oswego or any of those things are. So we just say Chicago. Got you. Got you. Okay. I don't even know where those things are. Uh, We're going to be completely honest. I'm a huge believer in full transparency. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Honestly, it's just uh, 40 minutes outside of Chicago, but there's a bunch of cornfields. Oh. I mean, that's, that's, that's where Illinois kind of where I'm from. Corn, corn, I almost said corn, where are you from? Uh, cornfields. <laughs> I'm from uh, St. John, Indiana, which is like right over the border in Indiana, but it's like 45 minutes from downtown. Oh, right on, right on. No, I'm from Peoria, so I've definitely driven through planes. Plain yeah, you're definitely you're more soft than we are. So, yeah. where are you guys recording it right now? Uh, we're in our basement in the city. Like we live like five minutes from Wrigley right okay. now. Okay, I'm a big Cubs fan, as you can see some Cubs stuff right here. But uh, yeah. that's awesome, right yeah. on. I just hijacked yeah, your guys. I'm interviewing you guys now. I just <laughs> it's, it's about time we got a, a Cubs fan on here. Oh hey, yeah, 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 bleeding blue. Um, that's unfortunate. I mean, I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan, but whatever. We can just, Ooh, yeah, we don't, I, we don't yeah, need to talk I know. about it. Imagine my pain. I gotta sit here every episode with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel you, man. My condolences. Um, so, so Ryan, um, you do sound as cool as you do when you sing, that's for sure. Um, first, first question with Marina City, we were trying to figure it out. Uh, Sp- a- Spotify says that you guys are uh, indie alter- alter- or alternative, alternative pop, pop Jinx but Yomiyasada. Google says you guys are indie alternative. So, like, what genre of music is Marina City? 
Man, that's the age-old question. Since we've been a band, people have been asking that same exact thing. And I will honestly tell you something different every time. Uh, we've used, we're like, um, I've been told, this is this is a true story. I've been told that we sound like uh, a mixture between uh, a Green Day and Journey band fronted by Ricky Martin. I've been told <laughs> that, oh, <laughs> you know, I we've been told everything. Uh, you know, nowadays we just keep saying like, what are genres at this point? And I guess just just say we're rock and roll. Because rock and roll could be anything, so rock and roll, okay. indie, pop, alternative, funk, whatever. Dude, that's awesome. Like, I mean, yeah, fuck society and fuck them trying to put you in a box. Like, yeah, that shit's awesome. It's been like that since the day one, and you know, and everyone's like, I just don't know what you sound like. I'm like, why is that a problem? Like, we're just Marina <laughs> right. City, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, let us just be Marina City. Let's yeah. rock. Let's rock today. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. I was I was listening to it and I was like like I was listening to your music even on the way over here and I was like like I can't put my finger on it but I like it and I think that's really all that fucking matters with music is like do you like it well and I I think music nowadays especially like when you can't identify the genre that it comes from like that's good because it leaves you thinking and it leaves you to listening more and you're just trying to figure it out and yeah then you just end up well, you know, it's, your it's face actually off. interesting i was just talking to like one of my best friends today he was sending me some songs of some other bands and he was like it's like just nothing's catching me here it's just like it's just something that i've heard a billion times before and like you know what i would rather have i don't know what you sound like than that any day of the week you know so no yeah. oh 100 right what um uh, so like from your music journey selfishly not marina city i want to know about ryan like yeah. when did you decide like all right i'm doing this and i'm gonna go for it yeah i mean i <laughs> i was singing as early as i can talk and i was dancing as early as i can walk i don't know a life of me just being like i don't know if i want to do music like that's never been a thing in my life like very very little I was saying that I want to perform. I want to do those things. Um, so, I mean, there were times where I was doing sports and stuff like that, which I love sports and I don't regret doing sports. I mean, I wasn't the quarterback or I wasn't like the best player on the team, but I just loved being competitive and loved doing those things. Um, but it wasn't probably until, you know, my first band, probably seventh grade or eighth grade, where we were just like, let's actually try to like book shows and do things. Um, so that was, that was really cool. I mean, I've been, I played shows in my garage trying to make things happen and selling t-shirts that I found from custom ink and just putting it out to what we're doing now. It's, it's always just been in my blood. So, uh, take me back or yeah, take me back then to 2012 when like Marina yeah. city first originated. Was it yeah. your idea? Was it a couple of friends ideas? Like when, yeah, yeah. when everybody was just like, fuck it. Yeah, go ahead. So I, I got to take you to like 2010 before I even get to 2012. So basically, okay. uh, right out of, at the end of high school, like my senior year, I got signed to a production team that was the same producers as Jamie Foxx and T-Pain and Snoop Dogg. And the list goes on and on, a more R&B kind of thing. They wanted to create a rival to Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber was just coming up at the time. They're like, hey, this kid's around the same age. Let's let's like make our own version. And I I was writing some of the songs, was doing that. I, I had to get a... Uh, a backing band and i was like you know what i'm really close with this backing band now we're really cool we're we're writing some stuff together and none of this sounds like justin bieber rival kind of <laughs> excuse me bless you uh thanks uh like 
it doesn't sound like Justin Bieber. It sounds kind of a little bit more rock. It sounds a little bit more alternative. And I don't even listen to Justin Bieber. I'm, I'm listening to like Warp Tour esque music. And I mean, my favorite band's Fall Out Boy. And then it's like, you know, Mayday Parade and all. And just the list goes on. I was like, none of this, none of this makes sense. So when my cap is up, I had an option to renew. And I was like, nah, I don't know if I want to renew and do this anymore as a solo act. I want to be a band. And hey, this band that we've been playing shows together under uh, my name, would you guys want to be like a band and like start over? So every member of the backing band at the time became the original members of Marina City. And so we were like, all right, let's rewrite some stuff. Let's do, let's actually work together as a band. And we were a six piece at the time. But the six original members were the backing band of, I was going by the name Ryan Allen, which is my middle name. Damn, dude, that's so badass. Like you were, you know, like you could have just gone on your own journey, but you're like, yeah, you know what? I got some pretty cool dudes behind me and like, I don't (laughs) want to leave them hanging. So fuck it. You know, here's the thing is that I, I just feel like you can make noise, like just playing music with other people, or you can like make some really great shit if you are brothers with them and really close with them and just have a great connection. And uh, I mean, fast forward 10, 11 years later, I'm doing a solo stuff right now as a side gig thing, just because it's music that I need that I don't feel like is appropriate to hide behind a band moniker. You know, like I feel like I need to have Ryan. That's I'm not even going by Ryan Allen. I'm going by Ryan Argast more because more people know me as Ryan Argast than Ryan Allen, but also because it just feels like these are like, real personal songs and it feels weird hiding behind anything else so with that being said i'm living the perfect life right now where i get to play music with my best friends in marina city and then i also get to like just sit in my room sometimes and be like hey i need to i don't have a diary so i'm just gonna put this in songs that doesn't fit well with marina city so yeah damn that's cool that's That's cool cool. um how, how like what what's your writing process when it comes to music? Do you, is it the same every time, or are you like on the train, the L, and you're like, oh, that just popped in my head, and you put it on your phone? Yeah, you know, I think it's a, I think a little bit of both. I, I do think that I have a, I have a, a route that I always go. Basically, if I hear a, like I hear um, music first, I usually like to start with music. I just feel like the music can just tell me where the song is going to go. And so, like I, maybe this four chords, and I really like it. I'm like, ooh, this sounds cool. I like this beat. Then I kind of feel like I'll start mumbling something. Maybe I usually start mumbling a melody. And then there's always some kind of words that kind of pop in my head while I'm doing the melody. And I feel like I just got to go with that. So if it's like, I don't know, you talk about trains. So I'm like, if I'm sitting on a train and I keep singing, singing, sitting on a train, sitting on a train, then I'm like, why the fuck do I keep saying that? I'm like, sitting on a train, sitting Oh, what, what, why would I want to sit on a train? I feel like it's just a subconscious kind of thing. It's like, oh, maybe I'm feeling like introspective and kind of lonely right now and thinking to myself, and I'm looking out the window of a train and I'm like, what does that mean? And maybe where am I going? I'm, I'm, am I going home or am I leaving? Maybe I'm leaving home. I need to, I, I want to leave this area and, and go do something new and do something exciting. And so maybe I start writing a song about leaving my, my hometown and seeing what that life is like and stuff. And so then I start it's just a snowball. You're hearing it right now. This is literally how this snowball effect happens. Um, and then I usually like to write a chorus first because I feel like with a chorus, I always say, I, I stole this from the boss, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen. So 
he says that you sing gospel in the chorus and blues in the verse. And what he means by that is that the verses should be really personal and really like maybe not everyone connects with it right away because it's like a personal story. It's, it's for me. And then the chorus is gospel. Like everyone can sing it. Everyone can connect to it. It makes sense. Like it's the simple words and everyone gets it right away. So with that being said, I usually like to write the chorus first because one, it's supposed to be the catchiest part. And two, I feel like it's the most like broad part. And then I can dive into it and, and speak a little bit more personal from there. I feel Jesus like that's been Christ, the most in-depth <laughs> yeah. version of that answer. We, <laughs> we, we, we ask that question to pretty much everyone that comes on the show. And honestly, that is probably the best. Like, I feel like I could go write a song Most right now. clear <laughs> definition, like right. simplified and, by far. And, and like <laughs> me saying that, like, I don't normally say that I could go write a song right now after someone tells me that. Like, we've had so many people come on and tell us their writing process. Yeah. And I'm always like, our brains aren't wired to do that. I guess right. like, it just doesn't fucking click. Right. But now I'm like, damn, I was like, should well, we be fucking music artists? And, <laughs> but like, I, Cause we've, we've, as of now, we've predominantly talked to country musicians and like, we're trying to branch out yeah. of it and just get into more genres and just learning yeah. more about music and the lives of musicians and artists in general. Right. And like, so now I'm just like, Oh, maybe it's just, there's a different thought process between a rock and roll artist like yourself, technically, uh, as of this show, compared to like a country music artist and how they see it. But you still like elaborated that and put that on paper. Kids can learn how to write music. Which anyway. also, congratulations, <laughs> you're our first rock and roll pump pop. Woo! Punk artist, alternative, indie, alternative <laughs> whatever, like blues. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all of the above. Yeah, Look, you're man, first ones. I've always been a big fan of Prince, and like Prince is another one where he's like, or even Michael Jackson, both big influences in my life. And I mean, you could always say they're pop, right? But I mean, there's rock and there's funk and there's R and B and there's gospel, there's punk, you know, anything in there. And so, if they could do it, you know, like why can't we just keep doing that? Why do we got to keep so, in a box? So, so I well that that brings me to like I was listening uh, to your guys' song, uh, "Man in the Mirror." Man in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um, was the title inspired by Michael Jackson? No, no not actually, at all. That's that's actually a really interesting uh song. So uh the great let's see if I can song. give you the short version on this basically. So look, I actually had a song and it was called It Was Always You, and it was about it was just in the chorus of that song. I said some like um you say the one that I should fear is the man in the mirror, and that was just like a part of the the course it wasn't like but the hook was like really it was always you but it was always you we went and recorded with uh john feldman um who like produced panic of the disco five seconds of summer blink 182 Alvaro levine recently like just like just punk legend right uh it was in goldfinger so we were working with him and we showed him the song and he was like yo man like that man in the mirror reference just really cool you should like really focus more on that so we kind of like took apart that song that I wrote and like rewrote it um, and built it out and stuff like that. And then came Man in the Mirror here. And then later on, like, I'm not even kidding. What's funny about that is that it didn't even connect the the Michael Jackson Man in the Mirror until, I mean, we the song was already recorded and we were going to play a set in Chicago and we had a light guy. And I was like, hey, when we do Man in the Mirror, make sure you do this. He's like, you guys do a Man in the Mirror? 
And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh my God, it's so sick. I was like, I mean, that's one of our songs. Like, I was like, yeah, you know it. And he's just like, uh, and then I realized at that moment, like he meant Michael Jackson. I was like, oh shit. And then, so I actually funny during quarantine, well, during the, the, the height of quarantine, I came out with a little acoustic EP of recording stuff in my bedroom, which we just released on SoundCloud. I didn't know how to record. So, and my computer was literally about to be destroyed. Like you can hear it in the recordings of it just heating up. I made a <laughs> mashup of Michael Jackson and our man in the mirror together as a oh. kind of fun little nod. Oh, that's, that's cool. sick. I'm going to have cool. to find that after this. Um, that's on, in Marina city band SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah, Marina city. Band SoundCloud. I have your website up. Marina so. City Band SoundCloud. Um, speaking of bands, and you just dropped the name earlier, but when you come out and scream, I mean, you, you, okay, you're not screaming like you're singing, but like yeah. the very beginning of Man in the Mirror, if someone isn't looking at who's singing, they're going to be like, uh, it's Fallout Boy. Like they sound <laughs> like they are Fallout Boy. And I swear to God, dude, like that's exactly what I thought. I was like, you guys sound so fucking good. And it sounds like they're an influence of yours. Yeah, um, a, do you find that almost like, do you find that a little disrespectful? I don't want to say disrespectful, but because you want to have your own sound. You don't want right, to be Fallout right. Boy. Right, right. You know, so do you do you enjoy the comparisons? And then yeah, B, yeah, you know, what is Fallout Boy I, to you? I don't get it. Okay, so. I don't get it all the time. I do get it. And I mean, I think we kind of have a similar accent. We're from the same area and I like to sing soul. He likes to sing soul. We're both white and we're both in a band. I mean, it's like, it's like right there. You check off the boxes and you know, I guess it'd be the similar situation when a girl fronts a band. It's like, Oh, that's Paramore. It's like, I mean, it could be other things, but right. what I will say is I think that Patrick Stump and myself have very similar influences. I mean, I think he would say Michael Jackson and Prince, of R&B and a lot of the temptation. Now, Fall Out Boy is definitely one of my favorite bands. Um, and it's funny enough that I was like so against pop punk or alternative music when I was younger because I was just like, man, they barely can sing and they all have like whining voices and all this kind of stuff. And like, I love R&B and I love soul music and this. And then I found Fall Out Boy and I was like, whoa, wait, you could do this? And then it just opened me up to that whole kind of scene. So they were my pioneers of bringing that into to this world and everything so yeah i definitely i i mean if you there's way worse artists you can say i sound like um so i'm glad that it's it's patrick stump and fall boy what's uh what's next for marina city like i know you guys are working on i'm sure you're working on stuff and you can't really say the exact specifics because you don't yeah. want to give out too much but like what do you what's next kind of and then like where do you see marina city in three years and like what are what are some goals yeah. for the band man that's a, you know that's a, a really loaded question and um, is, i'm sorry oh and, and no the reason the reason why is because i'm really 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 excited about what we are working on i feel like the last i don't know most of the year kind of thing we've been like quiet our version of quiet and a lot of that has to do with you know the pandemic and stuff getting canceled and then rescheduled and all that kind of shit but also the same thing is like we've been working on this new record and i i don't i don't even want to call it a record i want to call it like an art project which sounds so pompous but what i mean by that though is that there's so many things to this record that isn't just the music part i'm talking about like how we're focused on an alternative reality game and like I'm, I'm saying that we 
created an all like an interactive and an immersive experience with this record and how we want to get our fans in the record and involved in the record and the world of the record it's a loose concept record um and so we're running with it and and the social media that we're working on and the merchandise we're working on and the stories that we're working on videos so that everything feels encompassing and feels like you're you're part of something more than just let me listen to the record cool on spotify and call it a day i we want the ability that you keep going back to the record because you heard something new and you found clues and you found something interesting that you have to keep doing it and have a different experience each time so with that being said this next year i'm really stoked on unveiling that and unraveling it and getting people into this rabbit hole that we've been kind of building up and uh that will take us to the next three years i mean we're already writing new music we have tons of new music that we're already writing uh that won't be on this record but the next record and the next record after that um the idea is that the next time we have to do a new record we're not going quiet again it's just full steam ahead so the next three years you should be hearing a lot from us then go ahead i was gonna ask um you know, now that the pandemic is, you know, kind of opening Dead. up a little bit more. Um, yeah, a couple of states have definitely limited. Iowa was right? like, you're done, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now that, you know, it's opening up for more shows and stuff, like, what does that look like for you guys with, like, when you guys go on tour? Like, what are your guys' like, some of your key things with going on tour that you guys are like, we have to do this, we have to do this before every show? Yeah, well, you know, one thing is that, uh, this next year is difficult. I, I've been trying to book uh, shows right now, but it's so tough because everyone and their mother is trying to book a show right now because mm. they, you know, like, like you said, I mean, it's, it's, if it's not done, it's dying down, right? It's obviously, it's not as the height anymore. And because of that, people are like, let's go do more shows. And so all those rescheduled shows that happened in 2020 and 2021, and then everyone's trying to do new shows. It's been tough. So the ability to do like a string of shows I'm seeing is a lot harder, but that's not, that's not saying that we're not trying and it's not saying that we're not going to do shows. What we realized in 2020 and 2021 was all you got to do is connect with your audience. You know, I always say this, like you connect, if you connect with your audience and you give them a reason to buy, then they will do things. So one thing we did in 2020 and 2021 was we went to fans homes, knocked on their door, delivered them merchandise, scurried back about six feet. Like they said, went on their grass and performed an acoustic show on their lawn in front of them. What? And then a lot of times, yeah. And a lot of times we would have all these people outside that would come out because they would tell their neighbors that a band's going to come out or whatever, or we're playing in Chicago and there's all these apartments and everyone would look over. And that was the coolest fucking thing about all this was that in that moment where we felt so separated, we were all connected. And that's what I think is so powerful about music, right? So what can we do to always connect people together and so we we did this we would do three songs at someone's home pack our shit up and go to the next house and we would do 12 shows in a day and we did about six or seven of them without within 2020 and 2021 which helped us stay alive as a band and also connect with our fans which is super cool and give them a moment that they'll always remember give us a moment that we'll always remember so when it comes to shows I think of shows as events. And this is kind of also why we do few and far between because every show needs to have like a reason for that show. And we're going to do something really cool with that. There's, there's a reason for it. And one of our shows is March 3rd. We're doing yep. with the special Olympics. One, it's just a great opportunity 
from families like i have family that also has special needs and stuff like that my wife has families with special needs so it's like just a perfect moment to be able to put those two passions together right so why not but also how can we connect with fans to feel more than just i'm on stage you're on the bottom like how do we connect with you in a in a, in a better sense so i'm not going to give up all the secrets and everything but that's something that we always work on in every show that we do how can we connect with the audience past just playing playing a song and calling it a day dude that's so cool that you just went to people's houses and played <laughs> that's so that's so sick because i mean a like it shows you do care about connecting with your fan base and then b i mean if people were letting you into their homes to perform like obviously you're doing something right with your music because if it was trash they'd be like get the fuck out <laughs> like, <laughs> you'd be like you have like 10 minutes we're gonna call the please like, <laughs> no usually they'd be like can you guys stay along we're like no we gotta go to the next house or whatever but you know like dude it's like we don't have a label we don't have a booking agent right now we don't have a manager we don't we've been doing independent this whole time we're not the biggest band in the world but we're a band for 10 years and have been able to find success as we keep growing and find more and more cool things and we're not not a has-been by any means so it's like why and why is that is because of the fans it's because the fans are our record label our fans are our booking agents our fans are you know this the fifth member of the band um and so we you know any moment that we can give back to or any moment that we can get them involved is not only a cool moment for them but a massively cool moment for us um so yeah that's so awesome yeah. and i like i think it's really cool uh like what he said with the you know going house to house and i mean like listen to your music and stuff like that i mean you guys are definitely going places this is yeah like, and it's without a doubt with I don't doubt you guys are going to play uh, to places. What what song of Marina City do you think best like defines the band of yours? Mm. Man, that's a great question. Thanks. You know, I guess I, I you you could probably ask this question to all four members of the band, and they'll probably give you all different answers. I'm going to go with uh, an easy answer for myself, um, which is called "Money." The song's "Money," um, and the reason why. Uh, I feel this song is because it has a lot of the elements that I think Marina city does well. It has the danceable element has a little bit of an edge element to it. Uh, lyrically. It's one of my favorite songs because it's such a personal song to me. Uh, and just about that gospel and blues thing. I was just talking to you about. This is a great example. The song is about my relationship with my grandmother after my grandfather passed away. My grandmother went into this kind of sad, depressive state and wanting to leave and wanting to go do things and, and feel like her life is slipping away. And, and when you get to that age as a grandmother age, your friends are no longer graduating from college or no longer getting married. They're dying. And it's, it's actually really sad. Right. And, and seeing that with my grandmother, it was like this song is about us escaping together and, and, and like jokingly at one point to say we can rob a bank and they can keep the change because it's just trying to get a, the adrenaline rush and just like just those kind of things like being there for my grandmother in this kind of sense now that's the verse very very personal to me and there's moments in there that i talk about her her relationship with religion and i talk about just things about her closet and just like super personal and then the chorus says it ain't about the money i just want to live you know, like all this kind of stuff, like literally you can listen to that part and everyone can connect with it, just doing what they love. And that's why I think that we do such a great job in that song. 
it, it, it fuses rock, fuses funk, fuses pop, fuses great chorus with uh, like a little bit of a hip hop verse. Um, everything that I think Marina City does well is all in that, that song. What, what sound do you think there's going to be more of like coming in the next albums yeah. and next songs released? Um, you know, I, I feel like what's interesting about Marina City is that oftentimes it's really um, like me watching a scenario. Um, there are not a ton of songs, which this sounds weird, but there are not a ton of songs of Marina City's catalog, which is like super personal to me. And that's where I guess I can go with the, the solo stuff. That's not saying that I don't connect with these songs and, and not saying anything like I'm just phoning it in. It's like maybe I realize something that was happening with uh, our keyboard player, Matt, or something that's happening with Toto, our guitar player, or something that's happening in the society or whatever. I will say this next record that we're coming out with is very much like... I'm, I'm, there's a word that I'm trying to think of right now that I always say, but I'm, I'm blanking very much documenting what I've been seeing in the last three plus years, just the, everything about it. And now I'm not, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about society. I'm talking about youth. I'm talking about us as the band and how the tribulations, the, 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 the tribulations and everything that we had to go through, all that kind of jazz is happening in this record. Um, whether or not I continue doing that for the next record, I'm not really too sure. I will say that the songs that I'm writing are also right now still in the, in the vein of, you know, I'm noticing this a lot about society or I'm noticing this a lot about a friend or whatever. And I want to talk about it. And then when it comes to solo stuff, it's me like, okay, this is like my, I came out the solo song called empty chair recently, which is about the grandfather. I was just kind of talking about earlier. And I literally say my brother's name and I literally say my wife's name. There's no way I would ever do that in a Marina City song. But in mm. the personal music, I, get to, I, I can do that. That's really cool that, that you is. can kind of separate the two with, you know, having your solo stuff be very personal to you, but then having your, you know, Marina City music come out and be more personal to the band and yeah. encompassing all yeah. of their stories together uh, as a whole. I think that's really, that's really fucking awesome to like, as that's a, fun. Uh, you know, I mean, we we started an improv, you know, which is all about group mind and, mm -hmm. you know, being together and not really just focusing on yourself. So I think that's a really fucking cool uh, way to look at music. Because, like, I mean, again, our brains are usually not wired for that, except for <laughs> after your description of how to write a song. Yes. <laughs> but I want to talk about you guys have a uh, concert coming up on Thursday, March 3rd uh, at Joe's on Weed. It's a benefit concert. Uh, why don't you tell your fans, because uh, they want to hear from you, not me, uh, about what you guys are doing and why this is beneficial. Yeah, you know, and, and I spoke a little bit about it uh, right now, but the thing is, is that we were approached by the Mild West to do something. It sounds like this is something that's really um, personal to them and, 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 and something that they really get behind. And we have always been a band that wants to be inclusive on everything, like everyone feel inclusive on it and, and give everyone the opportunity to do some cool stuff. Um, and that doesn't stop at the Special Olympics. In fact, it, it only heightens it. Um, like I said, I have family members uh, with special needs and so does my my wife. Um, and the, the ability to give back 
in, in some way in that, uh, so much how our families help us and everything like that and be able to, and, and be able to help them in some situation in the only way that I know how is playing music. Um, like why not? And, uh, I also feel like, like who, who hates the special Olympic? You know what I mean? Like this, like, this is not like a, a debate whether or not this is a good thing or bad thing. Like just like everyone, let's go do this and like have a good time with it. You know? So we're excited about it. Yeah. That's a weird bone to pick if there is, you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well fuck that person. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. Um, Hey, before we let you go, a, it's been awesome talking to you. Um, we, I think I can speak for the group here. We 100% back Marina City. And if there's anything like we can do for you guys, like you guys sound amazing. Uh, we believe in you. If we need to find homes to play in, we will. We'll just walk in and ask them. Um, but okay. Oh, where to go? Um, first of all, you guys have a podcast, the Crush Podcast. Is it yeah. is it coming back or, or are you yeah. still doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we uh, that was kind of part of the the, the new season. We're we're building it. We're actually going to do a stream yard similar to what you guys are doing. We're going to do the cool. podcast live together, and we're going to break down uh, the the world that we're building with this new record. Give clues to it. It, it. it will be the opportunity for all the fans who are like, you know, this is cool stuff that you're doing, but I, I'm truly not. I, I don't get it. I don't grasp it, or like I want to learn more about it. This podcast will be the ability for us to kind of talk more about it and be like, hey, these are this is what you missed and what you can see here are these songs that we've talked about or how we broke down the song. It's just going to be more of an interactive ability uh, environment with the podcast. So I'm, I'm really excited to launch that again, uh, probably um, in the spring. That's sick. That's sick. Uh, we are looking forward to that. Um, and then final question from me in the song, uh, love and war, you yeah. drop my favorite whiskey. Tell them more do. Is that what? Why are you laughing? A is that your favorite whiskey? And like, when you, I'm guessing if it was you that wrote those lyrics, when you wrote that down, how many times did you look at it and were like, does that really work? <laughs> All right, so uh, I I can't take credit. I did not write that. Part. Okay. Uh, what's actually funnier that I even sing that part is that um, I I don't drink, and actually we have a song called Trust Fund Baby, where at one in one of the things I say. Um, she asked for a drink, but I don't drink. So she drank enough for two. Um, and, and people usually ask me that. So love and war, I was featured on that song with, um, Cho. So Cho is, a, I think he's going by Pete Cho now. He's an EDM producer and he, and he brought me in to try to sing that song. And, and, and I did write a few of the things and edit some stuff, but he already had that idea in mind. And honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was that first verse and that actual part in the song that I was like, yo, this song's dope. Let me get on this. Because how many times do people rhyme tell him I do with yeah, uh, you know, any anytime, you know? <laughs> and so I thought that was sick. I was like, dude, let me in. Let's let me do this. So that's uh, I'll let him know that uh that was a cool part. That yeah, the the lyricism with tell more do is fucking perfect. <laughs> fucking perfect. Uh you got anything else, buddy? Uh, no, I'm uh looking forward to your guys's concert and uh you know, just the benefit as a whole and uh, listening to more music and uh, dude, that song that you mentioned, uh, what was it right before that? The one that you talk Money? about not I drinking. Trust him, baby. I trust, trust him, baby. Him, baby. That was one of your new ones, right? Yeah, yeah, we can newer. Yeah, new ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look forward to more music and uh, I look forward to see where you know this guy, takes you guys and uh, just watching you guys' career grow. Is you know, and again, if you guys need anything from us, 
Yeah, we'll we're more than happy. We'll be there on March third, without a doubt. Um, and we awesome. are pumped, pumped to see you perform, man. I, I'm super excited <sighs> to hang out with you guys and and meet you guys in person. I really thank you guys so much for letting me hop on and love talking to you and best of luck and everything that you guys are doing. Love the setup. Love what you guys are doing. So big supporters here. This is vice versa. If you need anything from Marina City, let us know. All righty. Copy that, man. We appreciate you. You take care. All right. Thank you so much.